0: On this Star Wars bonus episode of Cult Cinema Cavalcade, we'll be discussing Troops from 1997.
1: Welcome to Cult Cinema Cavalcade, a movie podcast that features hosts Brandon and Cullen discussing a film considered but not limited to being a cult classic. The episode you are listening to will include plot spoilers and may contain harsh language. Follow C.C. Cavalcade on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Listen to the show on cultcinemacavalcade.com, iTunes, and anywhere podcasts are found. We have a report of
0: some stolen droids, and uh, we think these might be it. What you want,
1: what you want, what you gonna do? Bad boys, bad boys. What you gonna do, what you gonna do when they come for you? Bad boys, bad boys, what you gonna do? run for What, what you gonna do when they come for you? If you get hot, then you must get
2: cool. Troops is filmed on location with the men of the Imperial Forces.
0: All suspects are guilty, period. Otherwise, they wouldn't be suspect, would they?
1: Bad boys, bad boys, what you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for
2: you? This is Cult Cinema Cavalcade. This is a Star Wars bonus episode. This is Brandon. And as always with me is your bad boy, bad boy co-hoster. What you gonna do when he pods for you,
0: Cullen? Welcome to the podcast you've been searching for.
2: Today we are here to discuss the 1997 short fan film Troops. Cullen. What are we in search of on Tatooine today?
0: Stormtroopers on Tatooine show us what life is like patrolling and law upholding on the sandy planet.
2: Troops is directed by Kevin Rubio and stars Cam Clark, Jess Harnell, Susan Hinshaw, and Paul Pistor. Welcome back to Cult Cinema Cavalcade. We're taking a break in the middle of all our Toxic Avenger madness for, uh, once again, another Star Wars bonus episode, our fourth Star Wars bonus episode in episode. Two and a half years. Yes. <laughs> it's crazy. We're about to get our fourth Star Wars film in two and a half years. Yeah. It used to be one every three, and then you take a big old break.
0: <laughs> like, this is the stuff that like we're talking about today. This is the stuff you have to watch in between the movies. We don't have to do that now. We can just watch the movies.
2: This is, like, all we got back in the day.
0: <laughs> this was, well, they're not making content for us, so we'll just make our own content.
2: This was a pivotal moment, not just Star Wars, but the internet in general. Let's go back to 1997. This thing premiered and was a big deal at San Diego
0: Comic-Con. Yeah, this was the big deal. Yeah, flash forward
2: 21 years, no one would give a shit about troops at San Diego (laughs) Comic-Con.
0: No, no, they wouldn't. Because there weren't, like, major studios going there. They didn't care. it was actually time. about It was actually
2: about comics and fandom. <laughs> That's crazy to think this was a big thing, and it was just allowed. There was no copyright problems or anything like that. It was like, hey, look, nerds, let's do this.
0: They didn't make it to make money. They just made it because, like I said, they weren't making it, so the fans had to make stuff.
2: And this thing had buzz, and we couldn't just go see it. And it was like, oh, I hope I can see that. Because, I mean, everybody's talking about this funny little thing called Troops, and that the... These guys, average Joes, which they actually worked for Fox, had some talent behind it.
0: Yeah, they, they are far from average. Troops features Cam Clark, the original voice of Leonardo from the original cartoon series, Jess Hartnell, who is Wacko Warner and Animaniacs, and Crash Bandicoot. He's
2: just—he's a legend,
0: right. <laughs> Yeah, 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 and Bill Farmer, the voice of Goofy.
2: Had some connections, and well, the digital like, the digital effects were. I had to make sure I wasn't watching a special edition of this when I saw some of the digital effects in there. I was like, "Wait, did they redo
0: this?" I'm like, "No, they were always there." Yeah, well, they had great animators. You said that Kevin Rubio the guy that wrote and directed this, he worked for Fox Kids Animation.
2: This was 1997. This is when we were celebrating the 20th anniversary of Star Wars. We had the Star Wars Special Editions and and we had troops. We got the Hardware Wars Special Edition that year too. If you want to check that out, check out our previous episode. When you first heard of Troops, what did you think it was?
0: When I first heard of Troops, I thought it sounded awesome, and I couldn't wait to see it. I, I'm not sure how long it took me to see it, but you know, it wasn't just you know like you said, like I got to see that, and I could just see it immediately by going online. I had to, I don't know, just hope someone else had it because I had no idea how to get it because in 1997 we had dial-up. You know, that was yeah. that was it? Uh, someone I knew. They downloaded troops, and it took... This is a 10-minute short. It took them three days over a phone line to download it. You know, 1997, I was still living with my parents, of course. So you can't just tie up the phone line when you're living with other people for three days.
2: It had to be a process... It was funny going back to this. I remember the quality looking so much better. I was, wow, this this does look like people who just had Stormtrooper costumes taking their VHS tape out. But I remember being so impressed by how it looked back then. And we've come so far now that I go back, my memory was a lot higher esteem than what. Well, yeah. not a bad thing. It's just I, I held it to a high regard. Even George Lucas is quoting as saying it was so good it looked like lost footage from Star Wars.
0: You watch it now and we've seen a lot of fan films and whatever. Or else since then and the special effects are not bad but you, you look at it like oh that's that's nice it's not like you look at it and you're blown away by it you just think that's nice
2: it's cute and it's funny i think someone watching it going to troops now for the first time it would probably be underwhelmed by it with as far as we come but this was it's great back then. It was super funny. Stuff wasn't overdone like this. It was a fresh take on Star Wars stuff comedically. Cops was heavily ingrained in our pop culture as it's not now. So I'm sure a kid now is like, "What were they? What, are, what the? What's with the song?" <laughs>
0: Yeah, I like the song, but why is there a reggae song for a Star Wars short? I don't get it.
2: Kids, you don't know. Cops was a show that was on Fox. It was basically police footage, or it was a reality show, but not set like a reality show. It was just footage of following cops around on their night patrols, and they'd always pick up rednecks or go to ghetto places or something like that. And he watched it. And we laughed a lot because the chases were funny. You'd see some overweight cop chasing some guy. Dude's just not (laughs) giving a flip high, high off crack or something.
0: And so, and somehow the overweight cops always caught the people that were on speed. I don't know how the hell they did it. And the guys that they would chase after them that were running the camera, they're not like cameras that we have now where you could put it in your hand and it's, you know, pretty lightweight. It was, you know, it was a huge camera with an enormous battery. It was like 20 pounds or more sitting on your shoulder and you're running around chasing these people. I don't know how the hell they did it.
2: It's one of those things that was considered like lowbrow entertainment, but everyone caught themselves watching cops at some point. At some point, and being entertained, and it was more of a hope you would see something that never happened. But most of them were like a lot of boring pickups or some funny conversations. You get a gem every once in a while, but you caught it, and or you you know you saw stuff. If you watch Married with Children, there'd be a commercial for cops. Yeah. But this saw they base troops off of
0: next week on cops. Yes. A lot of that.
2: That's how they did it. And a lot of this short is the, the intro to the show. And it's footage yeah. from the this whole thing. Except there's like a shot of Boba Fett that never happens in this. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh. And I thought there was more segments, my memory server. Like, I haven't seen Troops in a long time. But I thought there was more segments than there was. There's two segments. It's basically stormtroopers looking for R2-D2 and C-3PO. And it shows basically what happened that we didn't see in Star Wars of murdering the Jawa and taking out the Sandcrawler and then the Aunt Baru and Uncle Owen death. But the first one is the Jawas with the Sandcrawler. And it's pretty funny as they bring out a droid and it's
0: Tom Servo. And that was another thing that when I saw this, it blew my mind was like, oh my God, that's such a good looking Tom Servo. It's amazing. Yeah. how they do that? Yeah. Where there weren't like tutorials and, you know, kits or whatever that you had to build. It was just, you just figured it out if you wanted to make it. They, they mess with the job
2: was always try to bolt for it, and they get shot down. And then a funny moment as the main troop is talking to the camera about what's going on, There's got a, a TIE fighter that swings in and just shoots up the Sandcrawler, which I never thought about with uh, how damaged the Sandcrawler is at different heights when we see it in the original Star Wars, where I'm like, oh, yeah, that, that could have been a thing, right? That could have been how they did it. Well, yeah, I always thought it no- was just
0: a ground fight. Well, yeah, there's no way that the stormtroopers, unless they had some kind of cannon or something like that, but I think you couldn't tell how many there were from their tracks or something. I don't remember for certain.
2: And then it moves on to a domestic dispute, which was a a thing cops was known for covering, and it's Uncle Owen and Aunt Baru And that's See, that's the, a funny reveal.
0: The, the thing they got wrong, if they wanted to do it a true cops parody, was Owen should have just no shirt on and just be <laughs> yelling the whole time and just tripping over himself.
2: Right. But, yeah, it's it's a perfect parody of both cops and having some fun with Star Wars, the conversations they have. This couple's, like, mad as hell at each other, and then, you know, they're talking it down, like, I guess we're okay,
0: I guess. We're- well, yeah, and then, like, the, the troopers, you know, they're going to take Brew away for the night just to just to keep them separated so that they come back out there that night. <laughs> or it's just what and they then- did, like, on cops, like, we're just going to separate them because we're tired of coming out here. <laughs>
2: and then Aunt Brew busts out a thermal detonator and blows the place up, so... Stormtroopers really didn't kill Luke Skywalker's aunt and uncle.
0: I'd like to know why Brew had a thermal detonator. What what, what was her plan? (laughs) How's (laughs) how's that going to help moisture farming? It's not just like a handheld thing. It was like a small briefcase that she was holding up in the air, and then it blew up. It's like, where the hell was she hiding that?
2: What was this going to be used for? Wait, why do they, you, well, they have a hole, they live in like a hole in the ground, so maybe they're going to make Luke a garage apartment. She's going to use that to blow up the ground.
0: <laughs> it's, a, it's a big hole in the ground. That hole in the ground's where you live. Here's a blanket.
2: Son, you ain't going anywhere.
0: You're not going to the academy. You're going to academy. sleep in a hole.
2: So, yeah, and that's that's pretty much what it is. It, like, it ends. <laughs> When they're along for the yeah. ride, they're on speeder bikes. That's kind of fun. It goes by really fast. Thought there was another segment. Why? Where's Boba Fett? I remember him. It's like, nope. It's just for that one little portion.
0: It's like you said. You you have held it in pretty high regard, and then you go back and look at it. Like, oh, okay. Well, this is good for the time. It was good, but now it's just like, all right. Well, when you see stuff like a music video with OK Go doing crazy crap. You know, this has been so many, you know, remarkable viral videos and you watch this like, okay, well, it was important because it was a very, very early viral video back when it was difficult to get viral videos mm-hmm. because this was a early fan film that was good.
2: Yeah, it is to fan films what X-Men is to superhero films. Uh, yeah. Where it was but- like, wow, this is, this is great. And then. Go back now, and it, I, it's okay. I you know, still enjoy it. But you know, we've we've come a long way. It launched fan films, really. I mean, we talked we had Hardware Wars, but that's more just like a, a parody, more than mm. it is. A, I would consider a fan film. But this started it off, and more people that collected costumes and stuff decided to do stuff with it, and we got so many lightsaber battles in the woods. That's what we got inspired <laughs> by. I mean, I I'm not a big fan film person I did have a time when it wasn't so overloaded with fan film things I used to go to theforce.net where they housed fan films that's one of the first sites in the, the internet that did fan films they housed mm-hmm. them they even have that popular Batman vs. Predator fan film mm-hmm. Yeah, that had Boner from
0: Growing Pains as the Joker I did not realize that was Boner <laughs>
2: Yeah, that was him. Chekhov's son. Yeah, he played. But there was all sorts of interesting shorts. There were some really
0: talented people,
2: but a lot of them ended up being lightsaber battles in the woods. Because <laughs> I mean, I get it. It's something that would take you out of a film to make a film like super modern.
0: Apparently, every one of those fan films took place on Naboo.
2: Yeah, Naboo, uh, Endor, Yavin,
0: and Kishik. <laughs> Only plants with trees.
2: Or the, if they if they lived in the right place, they could get some desert,
0: like in Troops.
2: Like in Troop, yes. California, not not too far a drive to get to some desert land that looks like Tatooine. It's big movement. It's you know, dated, whatever, but it's still adorable to go back and look at. Quality is did they shoot it on VHS? Or like a mini D V back then? Ninety seven. That would've been still like it might have been the I little think tape. What it's was the little tape that J V C good made? to
0: be on VHS?
2: What was the mini the little thing that J V C made, the little tape?
0: I think it was before mini D V. Yeah, it was it was think. like
2: this it was this little tape that just made another generation just to watch it.
0: Transferred it. I can't remember what the heck it's called, but yeah, yeah. You should really have someone look at that ear. I'll be fine. <laughs> okay. Go. Broo! Broo! Should have seen this
1: coming. Broo! Thermal detonator. Come Get on. back. Get over there.
2: Now comes the point in the episode where we rate the movie we just watched. As we are called the Cavalcade, we keep things nice and culty. Our options are as follows. Stay with your family, which means, unlike Luke, you want to stay on Tatooine and be with your uh, apparently abusive relationship to aunt and uncle. Converted, which means you are down with being like the Jawas and stealing things and hoarding them and selling them off the people, like the droids, or drinking the Kool-Aid, which means you're all down with the Empire, Viva Los Palpatine, and you will hunt down and uh, get those damn droids back. So Colin, how do you rate troops?
0: Troops is really important for viral videos and fan films because it was in the very early days of that. If this, I don't know if things would have progressed as quickly if this hadn't been made and inspire other people to want to do this a little bit better because there are plenty of people that had stormtroopers stuff. They just weren't doing anything with it for, you know, film wise. And uh, some of it's really good. And some of it is like Brandon said, lightsabers in the woods, but I think this is really important and it's fun. Uh, it'd be nice if there were more than just a couple of segments, but I mean, really it's just watching the, the first segment of cops before it goes to commercial break. I mean, that's really, you know what you're doing with, with troops. So I say that I am converted on troops so uh, Brandon how do you rate troops
2: as you spell that out troops is pretty important in terms of where we've come from in terms of viral video and fan films uh, there's no denying that. For me, it's an enjoyable thing. I think it's charming. I think it's fun. And I, I got to live at a time where it was fresh and new and really cool to see, especially a time when being a Star Wars fan wasn't cool. I, I think this is most effective probably if, if you were born in like the early 90s and before. Troops could probably still have some enjoyment for you now. But if you didn't kind of live through the cops phase, that's going to be lost on you. Some of the Star Wars stuff maybe is not as cool as this new fan films maybe or whatever but i think it's still got enough charm and it's only 10 minutes so i mean check it out see what see what you think i still had fun i didn't have you know i had a, i held it in a high regard and i went back to it and i'm like oh, okay okay this is just all we had back then <laughs> but yeah i'm converted but i'll probably watch it again sometime it's fun enough
0: Fun enough, what a warm re- recommendation. I joined the Empire about six years ago. I can remember as a kid, you know, watching the holographic images and being excited about the new direction that the uh, galaxy was taking. So when I was old enough, I uh, went down to the local recruitment center, you know, and signed up. And I've been here at uh, Tatooine ever since.
2: All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. We've got another episode coming at you on Monday. Our final run in the Toxic Avenger series, Citizen Toxie. And don't miss it. It's going to be great. And uh, Jessica's done being traumatized after that. Until another time, I'm sure. We hope you all go see Solo, a Star Wars story in theaters. Looking like a fun movie. It's new Star Wars. I'm, I'm always looking forward to it, and I've been enjoying what Disney does. And yeah, so we'll, we'll see you on the flip side.
1: Thank you for listening to Cult Cinema Cavalcade, part of the Creative Zombie Studios Network. For press opportunities, advertising opportunities, and more information on Cult Cinema Cavalcade, contact mail at cultcinemacavalcade.com. Produced by Brad Shoemaker. Edited by Brandon Peters. Narration by Rebecca Peters. Theme song Pink Baby by Happy Elf appears courtesy of the freemusicarchive.org network. The film and music featured in this episode are part of their respective studios and no infringement is intended. Join us again in two weeks for a new episode of Cult Cinema Cavalcade.
0: I hope he likes this.
1: Please, don't let it be another tie.
0: I know a tie isn't the most original gift, but it's going to look great with his sweater.
2: It can't be any worse than this sweater.
0: Need some excitement this holiday season? Give him the all-new Cops Too Hot for TV 2. It has action, laughs, and raw thrills the censors refuse to let you see. Call now for just $19.95. You can get your copy of the all-new Too Hot 2 to make your holiday even hotter. What's in that other box, anyway? Don't make us have to rescue you this Christmas. The all-new COPS Too hot 2 is available for just $19.95 only through this exclusive TV offer. This tape is not available in stores.
1: Call 1-800-YES-COPS to order your copy now.